to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 293 for June 26, 2020. This week, we talk about hot weather, wearing masks, privating social media accounts, cooking Brussels sprouts, keeping your ID on your phone, and germs in your ears. So stick around for the show. One, two, three, clap. Ooh, I'll try not to Whoa. make a, a, a sexual noise this week as a Woo-hoo. change, as a change of, of uh, scenery here on the podcast. Well, I've started to expect it. I've started to just like, after the clap, I just silence. Right. I just just wait waiting for to me to hear. get it out, get it all out. And then anticipate. Shun. Shun. <laughs> um, yeah, well, I have to make a sexual noise at the beginning of the podcast because it's not like I'm actually getting any in real life. So I have to pretend like I'm getting action. Um, Was that though, one? Uh, no. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Just Mario. That sounds like the sound of Mario like falls off a cliff. Isn't that, oh, my that, God. Why can't you do Mario voices so well? Get out um, of here. Because, uh, I, like, you know. When when God was making me, he gave me all the useless talents and he didn't give me any useful <laughs> talents. That's what happened. After five years, I'm still learning things about you that I don't want to know. Exactly. That you don't need to know. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, anyway, um, how are you? How are you doing, little baby? I'm fine. It's summer. It's my <laughs> least favorite fucking season. Right. Right. I'm hot. Mm hmm. It's, we had to go outside yesterday. We had to get some stuff done in the apartment. So we took Piggy to get groomed while we ran around and did some stuff. And for part of it, we were just sitting in the park. Mm-hmm. And that just wore me out. Just like the when sun it's beating down, degrees, it, just, it just took all the energy out. Yeah. Well, we sat in the shade, but oh, we okay. ended up walking like all the stairs and stuff and walking around. But it's just like. Summer just sucks my energy out. And then I did a, I got my Ring Fit Adventure. Oh, so I heard so, that all, all these people were trying to get Ring Fit Adventure, which is like a fitness game for the Switch, if people don't know. And it's been sold out everywhere. And people, if it's been hard to get a hold of. So how did you get a hold of yes, it? Yes. I finally joined a Discord channel that sends you notifications when it's in stock. I'm curious if it was only- the same Discord that I used to get my Switch for my sister. Probably so. It was, was from it like the, the like now in stock. Yeah, that's the one now in yeah. stock. Oh my god, girl. Um, but it's got like they have a channel for like toilet paper and paper right. towels it and was, hand sanitizer. Yeah. Um, but no, I signed up for that because it's when it goes in stock on Amazon or Target or whatever, it's only in stock for like four minutes. Right. That's how it was with the switch. Yeah. Yeah. People who are going to resell them for like 130 bucks. But I finally got one. Yeah. It came yesterday, and even after being, like, hot and sweaty, I was like, let's do this. It can't be that hard. It's a work. It is like a legitimate fucking workout. So it's it's a, more of a workout than back in the day when you were doing We Fit? For sure. We Fit was more like... I feel like it was more yoga. It, it was more yoga and, like, maybe a little bit of cardio. Because mm-hmm. um, you could do jogging and shit like that. This is, like, strength training, oh cardio, God. jogging yoga it's got it all honey i can't wait for you to turn into a fitness guy what where i'm gonna stream it oh my god i'm gonna stream some ring fit i'm not just gonna get fit i'm gonna get ring fit what is that like a cock ring fit that's uh you know it means whatever you want it to ring to me the ring (laughs) ring ring (laughs) oh my god Uh, i can't wait for joe to get swole is that what the kids say i don't know the kids are doing some pretty quirky things these days i can't keep up uh, how are you doing? 
I'm doing okay. I've been super busy with work. I got back to work. I'm currently um, in the process of of working on an album for an artist that is an Irish pop artist, which is really interesting because like I get I get music and I I get like the I, I sometimes I don't get the the artist name. I just get title track. So I sometimes don't know what I'm working on. And so I was working on a track and I was like, this isn't in English. And so I like looked up some of the lyrics and it was like, oh, this is Irish. So that's very interesting. I've never worked on any, anything that's Irish, but it's super fun. I've been like slammed with work. So I've been pounding back coffee. I've been trying to like, you know, put myself on some sort of goddamn schedule. But it's good to kind of get back in the groove of things. Um, be, you know, working towards something, have have goals that I need to meet. It puts me in a more of a structure instead of just like, you know, free balling it every goddamn day. Um, yeah. So I've been busy, but good. Um, and I've been staying in my well air conditioned apartment complex. So I haven't seen the outdoors in years. I don't know what it's like out there, but I assume it's hot. So I'm not interested. It's pretty hot. It's pretty awful. And it's humid. And how hot does it get in Montana? You it's, know what? We're not going to spend much time on the weather because oh I hate my god, how's the weather? The weather? I will. Uh, I would rather if someone starts doing small talk to me about the weather, I'll just stop talking. <laughs> walk away. I will stop talking, and I will probably walk away. Jump in front of a bus. It's not even just worth it. Absolutely, will not participate in that. Anyway, it's, sorry. It, it's been pretty. It's been warm here. Um, we're going to get rain at the end of the week, but it's been like low. It would have been like high 70s, low 80s. But in like August, it can get to like 95 to 100 for a couple of days. But I mean, global warming. So like it's going to get hotter every year because we're living on a fucking, you know, we're basically living on the goddamn surface of the sun. But the difference here is that it like humidity is like very low. And on the East Coast, it's like high humidity plus heat, which makes it like 10 times worse. So I can't even imagine the the, the flop sweat, the the heaving. I don't it's it sounds horrible. I don't know why you go outside. I don't need well, got to go places. This <laughs> I, we walk. <sighs> well, I don't know. I mean, I, mean, I guess you have uh, yeah, to walk know. because you, because you know, public of, transit. You bend your knees and. I don't know what that's like. You move um, your legs forward. They propel so, you. A forward movement. Um, so I think it was this time last year. There were, I think there was a Kickstarter or it was like some sort of startup for this oh. cooling wristband that you talked about. Is that, oh, well, still, that is that still a thing? Did you get that? No, it was called like Ember Wave, I think. Okay. Ember Wave. Who is yeah, she? That's, Honey, I knew exactly what it was. There's an ad on Google about it now. I'm going to begin Instagram ads now for the next 10 years. Right. They know, girl. Um. So, yeah, I just re-looked it up. And no, it's like $300 still. Oh, girl. Just put an ice pack on yeah. your wrist. It's free. No, I was more interested in, there's the one that like went on your neck, like fit inside oh. a spot in your shirt. And it was like a personal air conditioner. But no, it that just doesn't nice. seem like, it, I think that these things, though, the more global warming happens these things are going to be like necessities for keeping you alive right top you know dollar I mean? items like you will die if you don't have these <laughs> right. honey having to wear masks this is just a precursor right. to like the bleak global warming future honey so <sighs> i buckle up speaking of masks what is the public mask update in dc are people still wearing masks oh yeah everyone everywhere I don't see people without them. So you're living in an um, area where people are not fucking stupid. That's what you're saying. I, yeah, I'm living in an area where people understand that Masks the virus truly doesn't help. care. 
Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And you I care don't, I about saw other that. people around you and their health and safety and not just you. I saw that clip going around of the town hall or whatever, and someone I was talking about that. their. I'm t- I'm their too like, enraged in general. Like I like people were like, you need to watch this. Like it's crazy. It's like from Florida or something. Like a town hall in Florida, and I'm just like, I am already like to my maximum capacity of bullshit. That sometimes I just have to walk away, and I just I haven't watched it yet. I don't know if I can. It's like when people linked like tweets from Trump. It's like I can I can deal with some of that bullshit like one hour out of the 24 hours of the day but after that i'm like to my limit and i gotta like walk away i gotta step away from the fucking computer so i never watched that video is it bad is it horrible i didn't watch the whole thing either someone was going on about like their the mask is taking away their freedom to breathe like okay karen like it's in the constitution or something Mm -hmm. i don't know no masks it's it's the it's part of the second amendment right the constitution's a flawed thing based on racism in the first place but Girl, that's a whole preach. other story yeah that's a whole other podcast oh but no i didn't i couldn't get through it i just thought it was it's it's weird to me that like in places like arkansas where my parents are they opened everything up before it was even at its first peak do right. you know what i mean like it mm-hmm. wasn't even as bad as it was going to get and then they were like all right go to the hairdressers and it's right. like no, don't do that. Looking Stop at the coronavirus that. models right now and how it like we're at an all time high of the amount of like new cases per day per million people. It's like insane. And then uh, like the only time that I go out is to go to the grocery store. And when I go to the grocery store, I always wear my mask. And like now I I think before when people were first taking this seriously, when it like first came over here, um, I think uh, maybe 80, 90% of people I saw were wearing masks in the grocery store. I think we're at like a 30% mark now. 30% of the people are wearing masks, including me. And then the other like 70% of people are just like walking around without masks. And I'm like, y'all, it's it's as bad as it's ever been. Like, what are you doing? Hello? Are we living on the same goddamn planet? It's really frustrating, to be quite honest. But, yeah, it's almost like we don't have good leadership or something. Yeah, it's almost like, you know, our entire government is like anti-science and like people are peddling conspiracies that like wearing masks is like a regressive thing. And, you know, it's, it's it is a, like a masculinity thing. It is, it is it's, so it's a, weird that wearing a mask on your face is like it makes you a, a pussy, a threat right? to a, to masculinity. Well, my friend in Arkansas was saying she had to go out. To like get her car serviced or something, she said everyone was wearing a mask except for the white males, the straight white right. males. Right? Yeah, it is. And it it does have to so do with some sort weird. of masculinity complex. I think you're right. Anyway, though, people are fucking stupid. Wear your masks to protect yourself, but more. I mean, it's it's more about your disgusting nose and mouth and protecting particles from leaving your general vicinity and getting to someone else. Like, that's what the mask really is for. It's less about you and more about the other people around you. So if someone else is wearing a mask, it's protecting you. If you're wearing a mask, it's protecting someone else. So, like... I don't I feel like we're yelling in an echo chamber. Girl, you're absolutely right. I, just, it's, I feel like everyone who, who listens to this is wearing a If you mask. like gay people, you probably wear masks. Just saying. Honey, mask for mask. It's so crazy how, like, you know, acceptance is, like, hand in hand with science. And, right. Um, and knowledge and education. So we're, like, towards the end of June. And June 
uh, uh, it was supposed to be Pride Month. Have you been feeling very prideful <laughs> this month? Have you been reflecting on your your gay status and the LGBTQ community? Because I sure fucking haven't. I've been way too preoccupied with Black Lives Matter, with, pe- with stupid people not wearing masks, with our idiot president. Like I, I, like I've put my sexuality, my sexuality priority is at an all time low for this June of 2020. Like I could give, I could less of a shit about pride and i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing but it's just like such a low priority for me i for i forget that this is pride month um but well what are, you, what are your thoughts about i think you how are you feeling you know you can care about multiple things at once i'm just just so exhausted <laughs> you can i i mean i get that i understand that um i don't know i, I they're doing some uh live pride event I, I but i saw. had some problems And our favorite girl, our favorite gay icon, Katy Perry, is going to be there. Are you excited? So it's like a Stonewall Pride Live or something. And they came out with the list of the people performing. And it was just, there's, there are so many straight people on the list. That's what I noticed. This is, I didn't see anyone talking about it either. And we talked about in the Discord a little bit. And I was just like, if and Taylor Swift's like one of the headliners and it's like if I know that they're LGBTQ artists you could have got to do this absolutely and if but they aren't you nearly are, as famous so well if you're a good ally you are going to so what Taylor Swift Katy Perry these other people at this thing are essentially doing is they're they're taking our voice away mm-hmm. they are speaking for us Right. When LGBTQ people could be given this platform right. we, to speak we for can ourselves. speak for ourselves. And if you're a good ally, you need to rescind your invitation and Pass like publicly say, hey, I, I got invited to do this and that's really cool. But hey, can I give my airtime to this person, this person, this person? You know, it's just like it's mind blowing that the name Stonewall was a, is attached to this. Right. I don't know. I just I got really and maybe it's unwarranted. I don't know. But I was I just took one look at it and I was like, this ain't it, sis. <laughs> I did. And I it's, it's raising money for good things. But it, and I know that these high these uh, performers who have the big audiences are going to bring a lot of people in to donate and stuff. So that's another layer to it. But mm-hmm. then it's like, why aren't we building up these LGBTQ plus performers in the first place they, to get them to those levels? We don't do that. Right. And it's just, I don't know. I I saw it. I didn't spend too much time looking at it. I saw the list of people doing it. And I did see some people in the LGBTQ plus community were on it. Right. I saw Chelsea Clinton was on it and I was confused. Is she? And <laughs> I, I think she's straight. From all, from what I know, I don't know. I don't know her sexuality, but <sighs> I don't know why. I didn't. I don't. I didn't know she spoke for us. Yeah, I didn't either. I don't know anything about Chelsea. Maybe she's done really great things for the community. I don't know, but I do know that maybe we should have got some other people. Right. I don't. I, I didn't make the list. I didn't delve deep into it. I just saw the list of performers, and I had a few things to say about it. Deleted the tweets. You delete, oh, girl. Do you know my Twitter and my Instagram are private right now? What did you do? I didn't do anything. I was just so, I had so much anxiety the other day. Like I I went to bed pre-panic attack, kept Mm -hmm. waking up in the middle of the night, like 
in the middle of the panic attack. And then it was like still going on when I woke up and I was like, what is giving me this? So I just like, I woke up. Was and it the I internet? It was the internet. Of course, it was a little bit of the internet. Well, yeah. but it was like the night after I went off on Katy Perry. <laughs> I don't know and why I was you think like, someone's going to is... cancel you for that. Like, she is the safest target to go after in terms of, like, what you were talking about. Like, that it's completely valid. It's just, I know, I know. But part of me, I don't, I don't know. I just, I, people have their own opinions. Right. And I can start it, but I can't take it, sis. And so <laughs> hey, when it starts coming, it. I close it, I shut it down. Um, and I f- so I... Well, I was like, wh- who am I speaking to on the internet? Who am I, who am I trying to contact on the internet right now? And the people who I'm trying to contact are the people who follow me. Right. And I think, I feel like everyone already knows your stance on Katy Perry, to be quite honest. Like, I love when you well, complain about it. It's not even it's just like... about that. It's like, who I was thinking, who do I want to see my Instagram pictures? People who want to. I don't want that. I'm not looking to go viral on the internet. Right. You're not looking. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I'm not looking for retweets. I'm not looking for people to post my Instagram pictures to their stories. I just want to post pictures of my dog on Instagram. And complain. And, and, well, and complain. But also, <laughs> but I was like, yeah, the people who care to follow me and want to see my stuff can see it. And I don't know if I'll keep them private. I feel like Instagram, I will. Mm-hmm. I'm accepting, you know, basically like anyone who requests to follow me. Right. It's just a matter of like, if you request to follow me, I can say you signed up for this shit. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you signed not, like, the dotted I'm line. I'm not trying sweetie. to go viral. Yeah. Right. It's it's I don't know. I have very mixed feelings about being private and not being private on social media. Right. But it's a double-edged gotta, sword. And you can well, and you can I feel fine if you need to have it private for a while and then unprivate it for a while. I feel like and, it's, it's know, very normal. I feel like people, things. people do this all the time. Yes, for sure. I don't think I ever have, though. Honey, I've never bothered. Well, there's she's not doing really, it now. And it's not that there's things I'm scared of people seeing. It's just that I had a conversation with myself about who I want to see. Right. And it's the people who want to see that stuff. And uh, absolutely, I've got zero requests to follow me on Twitter. <laughs> it's been like four days. Nobody follows me. I lose. I lose followers on Twitter. Honey. I feel like everyone because they're all like, left over from my vlogging days. You used and to people vlog. are like, I don't know, honey. The videos are gone. Who can say? <laughs> who can? Who has the proof? Who has the evidence? Who honey? can say? So I, I, you know, I lose so many. <laughs> well, I feel like that any, you know, if, if it if it reduces your anxiety, having more control over your social media and who sees it and who you can approve, like that's why those features are in place, honey. Like you can have things public, you can have things private. And anything that can reduce your base level of anxiety, I am here for. Because girl, girl, she needs it. <laughs> she fucking let, needs it. What? What's the anti? Is it Ativan? Hold on, that's probably not the right one. Are you it's trying a, to prescribe me something? Yeah. No, okay. Ativan is a sedative. It's to relieve anxiety. Also, seizure disorders and epilepsy. I will, honey. If anyone has some leftover Ativan, drop it in Joe's mailbox. I need okay. whatever fucking Yukon vet gives horses for what actual fucking tranquilizer girl fucking. I don't even know, but I am just I have I'm on a high level. I'm on a high boil or rolling boil anxiety all the time. Have you have you tried talking to a doctor about this? No, I have a telehealth visit on Monday. Oh, that's good. At least you have an appointment, you know, I guess. I don't know. Um, 
Well, I mean, it's, yeah, you just need that tranquilizer because you are Disney Horse One, you know? Disney Horse One. That's something um, no one will ever get. Speaking of germs. Uh-oh. Speaking of masks. Um, of what? Masks. Oh, masks. I thought you said masks. I was like, oh, yeah. Speaking of masks, we're going to church. Just letting um, everyone know. There's a Kickstarter. Oh, I almost threw up saying the word Kickstarter. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Correct, correct immune I am response. So sorry. There's a Kickstarter for this thing called the Pump Picks. Is it a, P- is it a cock pump? P- it kind of looks like it. Mm. You're, if your cock is this girth, though, I'm into it. Okay. It is a wearable and portable gadget with a liquid sanitizing dispenser. So it, okay, you know, Spider Man got the web slingers. It's these, the cartridges he puts on his wrists. Honey, you can call it whatever you want. You know, you. I mean, a lot of people think it comes out of his wrist, but it comes out of a cartridge. Do you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you familiar with Spider-Man? Yes, I know of the Spider-Man. Okay. Well, he wears these, he takes the webs, spins it out of his butthole, and then wraps is it this, in a cartridge. Is this, is this <laughs> canon? This is not canon. <laughs> uh, he braids it and then sticks it in a cartridge on his wrist. Mm-hmm. He, you know those anyway. like those, those uh, yarn games you can like you do Jacob's ladder and shit. He does that with his with his bubble webs. <laughs> Get out of here, cat's cradle. Yeah, yeah, cat's cradle. Oh my god, <laughs> take me back to my middle school days. That like um, you want to you want to know how like Little House on the Prairie I am. I'm sorry to interrupt, but I just I had fine. I have to say this. Um, every year I would go camping with my grandparents and this was like in ye olden days where I only had like a Game Boy Color to keep me company. So when I wasn't doing that, I was like, we were all learning like Cat's Cradle and shit with yarn because apparently, you know, that's what we did back well, in yeah. 2001. That in was the, the shit. Nowhere. We didn't have iPhones. I mean, we didn't have these fancy, we didn't have we didn't have uh, uh, Angry Birds. We didn't have fr- Fruit Ninja. <laughs> Angry Birds. <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to like think of old, angry... old games no, from like 2006. Um, and... Well, anyway, this is the thing you wear on your wrist. It's got a big old cartridge. You basically, and you like swoosh a lever and it squirts hand sanitizer directly into your hand. So it's literally Spider-Man webs, but it's, it's alcohol I mean, gel. You could also take you put whatever a you bottle. You could tape a bottle of hand sanitizer on your wrist and it'd probably be about the same thing. Or you could like but, get a little little thing of hand sanitizer, just keep it in your pocket. I don't know. Well, see, that's what they're trying to combat against. They say that's too hard. You okay. put it on a keychain on your bag, that's too much. It's too much. So you uh fill the chamber with sanitizer or disinfected. It. It's gotta be kind of viscous, it says, so mm. that it can spray. Yeah. Um. Good for over a hundred pumps before needing a refill. Honey, a hundred pumps. That doesn't sound like me. This thing is huge, though. Like, it's very interesting. Oh, I don't remember why we were, I was going to talk. Oh, I do remember why I was going to tell you about this. So wow, whiplash. OK, I, I started looking up sanitizing things because do you remember we talked about the UV sanitizing boxes? UV I light sanitizing still boxes? want one of those for my phone. I do, too, because we're out of disinfectant wipes. Uh-oh. And so I've been using uh, just some plain wet wipes, which, you know, soapy, a soapy wet wipe is better than nothing, I assume. And also, so, like, PSA for people, disinfect your fucking phone, especially the back of your phone, because, like, that's where your hand is most of the time. Disinfect well, your phone. That's it's how like your face is, too. Disgusting. It's all, it's all gross. It's all it's gross. disgusting. Yeah. Um, so LG made these headphones. They came out last year, I think. I think they came out before this all started. But they come in a case. The charging case has a UV light 
to kill oh, a germ so killing nice. UV light in it. But uh, I think they're coming out with a new version of it, and they've got one of the boxes you can do the UV, one of them uh, you can get cheaper and it doesn't or something. But mm-hmm. it says it can eliminate up to 99% of E. coli, uh, some other bacteria. Um, obviously, it doesn't remove wax or anything, so you got to clean them. Honey, but, I, need, I need a wax remover. Well, and they're the really shitty kind. They've got like that rubber thing that goes into your ear canal. I hate those. Even though they're the, the fucking worst. The pixel buds I have are like those, but they have a vent, so it's a little better. But the thing, so when I saw this, I was like, wait, can you get coronavirus in your fucking ear? You can't. Spoiler alert. That's good. Um, At least there's one orifice that's protected. It says not likely. It says it's possible through the eyes, not likely through the ears. Not likely. What? Did um, you shake an eight ball and you got? possibly unlikely is the answer uh listen i'm just reading what science tells me i just imagine tells there's a me. scientist in a lab and they're like okay let's see the probability and they shake the eight ball see what happens that's not that's how, science, how science, works. science works um anyway though i don't think okay here was my question from all this i'm moving past the hand sanitizer thing because i'm kind of over it but <laughs> with okay. this thing i don't think that I would. It never occurs to me to sanitize earbuds, like if I'm sharing them with someone. Oh, Does it I, you? I don't consider those, not the ear canal ones. I'm not going to share those with someone because I'm no. not going to own them. But the ones that just sit on the outside, you know, they don't right. go deep in your ear. I don't sanitize those before I give what? them to someone else and before they give them to me. I Well, I, I don't, like the only times that I have, I've ever shared earbuds, because like I don't have a partner around and like I'm not... My roommate doesn't use, like, we have our own shit. So, like, I imagine you probably share your earbuds with Justin more than, like, the average person would with just, like, a random stranger. But I think the only time that I've ever ever shared earbuds with someone is, like, I'm on a car trip with my sister and she always forgets her earbuds and I always have an extra pair. And so she borrows that. But it's never, like, a day-to-day occurrence. But, I mean, like, like that's, you know, allegedly that scientist said, you know, you can't get corona through your ears. So I think... You're probably okay. I guess it it probably just depends on how gross your ears are. Like, are you are you cleaning your ears in the shower every day, or have you not touched them in months? Like, how crusty are those? Well, how offended would you be if you took out your headphone, your earbuds, gave them to a friend, and they like got out a disinfectant wipe, rubbed them down, let them dry for fifteen seconds, and then put them in? I wouldn't be offended at all. On a level of one, you uh, you would do a zero. No, offensiveness. Yeah. Well, I mean, especially in this day and age, I'd be like, I mean, well, you, in this you, day and age, you but can like disinfect anything, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't bat an eye. Like you're just protecting no. yourself. You know, I'm a germaphobe, right? And oh, I, yeah. I clean everything all the time mm-hmm. with alcohol. But she lights shit on fire. Sorry, I just hit my mic. Do what? She, she lights shit on fire. I cleanse things is what I do. Would you be offended fire. if if you like gave your you 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 lent your earbuds to Justin and he pulled out a wet wipe? I think it's interesting because I don't think I I I don't think I'd be offended, but I think I would be like, why are you doing that? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I never think of my ears as being this gross haven for something that's gonna get you. Right. And I don't think it is. I don't think so either, especially on the outside. But it's like, I mean, I mean, in 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 late June of twenty twenty. Well, in tw- the, in twenty twenty, I probably would. Yeah, I not wouldn't be Justin, surprised, but with someone else. Yeah, I if, if anyone took out a wet wipe to disinfect anything that they were receiving from anyone else, like in this day and age, it's totally normalized for me now. Like I understand, like I wouldn't be offended at all. But like last year, like a year ago, I'd probably be like, "What are you doing?" Yeah. You know? 
Anyway, what were you saying? You were going to delve into something else and I interrupted you. Uh, I, was I? I don't know. You were, you were going to mention something about Justin, I think. I don't know. Oh, no. Well. Justin wouldn't clean anything, so. <laughs> you, you're He's not gonna... you're germaphobe enough for the both of you. Exactly. Hey, girl, it's just um, being extra cautious. There is nothing wrong with that. Until it becomes a problem phones, and then though. there's something wrong with it. Speaking of phones, did yeah. you see that in uh, South Korea, you can now store your driver's license on your phone? That is so nice, probably. Yeah. Well, I was obviously the first thing you think of is, hey, it's going to get stolen. So you can just screenshot it and send it to someone else, which I don't know what's I don't know how people don't think you can take a picture of a regular license. Right. I feel like and send it to someone else. I feel like it's just like it's like an official. It's probably an official app by the government that has like an official thing on it that's encrypted or whatever. A lot of countries have these. They have like um they have personal information on like a physical card that has like an NFC chip in it. And then like you can tap it and it like confirms your identity. This is becoming more and more of a thing. It's not going to happen in the U.S. probably because we're crumbling as a fucking society. But this is like it's becoming more and more common in first world countries for this shit to happen, to have like official documents in sort of a digital, uh, uh, a confirmed digital form. Um, But like. I mean, I don't, I'm trying to think, okay, when, when would I need my driver's license? It's less about driving and more about confirming my identity with something. Like if I was like getting an, an official form of a document, I needed an official form of ID. I would give my driver's license or my passport card or something like that. So I'm assuming that you, using this, this um, digital form of identification with your driver's license in South Korea, you can somehow confirm your identity with this app that has your driver's license in it. Correct? Well, it's know. got a... It's got a QR code and a barcode. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's got a screen capture prevention thing in it, which mm-hmm. honestly, I don't feel like is that safe. But right. it's got a constantly moving animation layer and the code on it resets. Right, um, yeah, It yeah. says you can only have it on one smartphone. you got to register it on that smartphone. And it's got blockchain technology, mm-hmm. which will help protect it It's further. like a one-time use thing per application or whatever. Right. It's on a, the Pass app. There. So it's got cash on it. You can do your cash, all your stuff like that. Then your ID. And honey, that's all you need. You just that sounds really your nice. phone and I, go. I like shit like that, you know, and especially I do too. in this day and I, age. Like, well, I, I know they're always saying like, what if your phone dies or whatever? Just get it. I don't know. Someone around you will have a charger. And also like, I don't I mean, if your phone dies, I feel like you should still have a physical form of identification on you. Because, like, we aren't living right. in a day and age where, like, your phone is going to last for, you know, multiple days without charging it. Like, we're not there yet. But I feel like as, like, a, you know, as a as a second form, I feel it would be nice to have it in a digital form and nice to have it in a physical form. Kind of like a... um like a, a credit card or a debit card, a lot of you can you can insert that information into Apple Pay or Google Pay and you can pay with your phone. And if your phone is dead, you still have your physical card that you can put the chip in. You know, it's like two forms of, of the same um, same thing. So I'm, I'm all for this, especially, you know, in this day and age where we have situations like the chip and pin um, system. We finally adopted this over the past couple of years in America that like was in the in Europe and forever where you know you insert your your um card instead of swiping it and has that security chip and then it has like a one-time authentication and it authenticates and then that like code is gone and it's been used and so you can't like you know what are you talking about debit cards your credit card your credit card debit card using the the, that little chip the chip 
yeah, the chip and pin system is a lot more secure than just sliding the magnetic strip because there's an authentication between you and the um, retailer that uses a one-time pin, from what I understand. And so you can't, like, um, swipe that information or scam it and then use that authentication number again because it was, like, between you and the... um, Anyway, so, yeah. I, I I I very much like this uh, sort of thing to kind of have a, a more secure digital wallet because I feel like that's kind of where we're heading as, as society going forward is like having a way to securely have your um, your official information on you. Um, and also, like, I mean, when you're using this, like you would to like confirm your identity or whatever, like, they're, you know, you're going to open up your app on your phone. And like tap it and there's probably going to be a picture of you there. So like you get to con- they get to confirm like, oh, do you look like you're the person on this digital driver's license? Yeah. So it's obviously not stolen unless it's like you're a twin and it's like parent trap situation. I don't know. I'm all for this. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm just tired of carrying stuff. Right. I hate carrying my phone, too, though. Like if you want to integrate that into my body, I'm chill. You could just like duct like, tape chill. it to your chest. It's hard. They have those. Um, we have a couple of them. The running. It's like a jogging. Oh, it's belly like the band thing. Well, no, like it's one that just goes under your shirt and it can be like at the back or in the front, oh, wherever you like, want it. I feel like people would think you have a bomb strapped to you. I mean, I don't wear skin tight clothing, so okay. you can't see it. You don't wear like a like a skin tight latex leather suit. I don't. Out, so outdoors you in really 90 degree weather. You can't see it under like loose jogging clothes. Well, I feel bad for everyone else that they can't see that. You know. Well, you they're all missing out. Put it in the back. It's usually just like a little. It looks like a you know a belly bag, and it's like bright yellow, so you can be seen Mm -hmm. Uh, while jogging if you jog at night or something. Honey, I don't know. Time to jog at night. Seen when I I I don't jog. Seen right now. Um, I only jog on Ring Fit Adventure. So I'm. So how long have you had this? Ring Fit Adventure game and what uh, like and how and what are your days. initial thoughts on it? Is it like is it good? Is it worth it? How much was it? Etc. I got it yesterday. I started the storyline mode. Um, I fucking love it. I feel like, like you've always been very into these like video game fitness apps. Like you had your Wii Fit phase, and you've always been kind of looking for that sort of hit again with the Switch. Well, yeah, is, is this like a... your Wii Fit replacement? I had fitness boxing, but I hurt my leg doing it. So I didn't do it anymore. We cannot forget ARMS. Oh, ARMS is not a fitness game. Get out of here. People always keep saying, no, you don't even, if you're a good ARMS player, you don't use the Joy-Cons. You use your pro controller and you aim with the trigger buttons. Okay, pro arms player in pro the arms chat. players don't use the Joy Cons. That was a gimmick. That's what we in the industry call a gimmick. A gimmick. To sell a game. Okay, well I guess it so, wasn't a fitness game. I never no, knew because arms I never played was it. Definitely, it was one hundred percent not fitness. <laughs> okay. Um, no, but I liked I liked fitness boxing. It was just kind of a little one note, mm-hmm. but I really like um a Ring Fit Adventure. The ring is like hard to push. Like you can. Feel your fucking like muscles straining. There's some resistance. They're bulging muscles. Ooh. Anyway, we'll see what it does. Cause I'm interested, especially because there is a storyline. Like it's it's stupid and shitty. Of course. But it's a fitness. I'm game. like, yeah, but I'm like, gotta do the next level. You know what right. I mean? Gotta go. Um, so I'm I'm interested. Whereas like we fit, you know, you just kind of run around 
You do a few things, but there's not really a story. Do some breathing. Right. There's no story to, like, keep you going. Right. Um, I wanted to ask, and less this is your favorite thing, what is the status with your accordion adventure? Oh, so I got the accordion. Was it Friday or was has it been two weeks? It's been a week. I think it's only been a week because you you hadn't gotten it yet. I think you were about to get it last week when we were recording. You hadn't received it yet. Right. Um, I have played it a few times, but right now I'm just kind of trying to memorize the buttons. Right. You're just getting used to it. There's three rows of buttons on the treble clef hand. And because I I got a a diatonic accordion, not Mm -hmm. a keyboard accordion. Uh, So I got to memorize all the buttons, but I got to memorize them all twice because it makes a different sound when you push and pull. Oh, that's right. Okay, so which it's side... It's like a harmonica. Which side is the keys and which side is the buttons? Both are buttons. Oh. It's diatonic. Oh. So yeah, I know nothing just about Google, accordions. Just Google diatonic accordion. So okay, on, a, on a keyboard accordion, the keyboard's on the right. Okay. And there are buttons on the left that are uh, like bass chords. Oh my God, this is like so, a classic. Oh, this is like an old timey accordion. I guess you could say that, but they're, you know, it's still played today. New ones right. are made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm learning the diatonic three row accordion. Oh my God. Okay. So how heavy is your accordion? Is it, is it like, is there a strap? Like, I, I don't know anything about this. I, I assume an accordion is pretty heavy. Is it not? There's a strap. It okay. straps on and goes around both shoulders. So you okay. it, it literally wears almost exactly like if you turned a backpack around. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you've got a strap going over each sign. Kind of looks like suspenders. Mm-hmm. Oh, cute. We love that look. I love that, honey. The gays love their suspenders. Did I can't you go with... through a suspender phase? I never did. I, I, I went... totally did. In I Philly? Went... Oh, really? I was suspenders everywhere in Philly. I went directly Suspenders from... and cardigans. Uh, well, I mean, cardigans never, never go out of style, in my opinion. They're always well, cute. Yeah. Unless it's like 95 degrees in the summer. Um, yeah. I went directly from my like trashy American Eagle middle school phase to like hot garbage H&M phase. And I'm still in that Oof. phase. So I'm in like a let's be comfortable phase. Comfortable Honey, and cute. She's but not given fashion. up phase. I, I, I hate fashion. I really do. I think as it's a someone very toxic who has a fashion industry, degree, I that cost me more than it should, <laughs> and that is useless. I will say, fashion is a toxic industry, honey. I I understand people say it's about creativity, and it can be about creativity, but it's usually not. It's but usually the business about, side. It's usually about status and keeping people down. So we love status that, but- and power, but what isn't so. Well, according to your poison, if your poison's fashion, pop off this. I bet that the accordion industry is very loving and accepting. Are they? I don't know. I'm assuming anyone who's nerdy enough to buy an accordion like you is probably. Well, um, there's different types of playing, like different ways. So there's like Irish style, like German, French. Um, There's like uh, New Orleans style, Cajun style. So I'm hoping to obviously play some Amelie songs, French right. style. But uh, it seems like a, there's a lot of nice accordion videos on YouTube. Everyone seems lovely. Nice. I haven't delved into the community. I don't I don't think it's community. You know, you can just play it. You don't have to be a part of an accordion community. 
Wow. Make sure to join a bunch of Facebook groups for accordion players. <laughs> I, I'm not looking for more friends. Okay. I, can't wait, I can't wait for you to, to make an accordion channel in your Discord. That's when you oh, know it's real. Oh, God. It'll, I'll be the only one allowed in it. And I'll just <laughs> post just, videos of me. Yeah, it's just you playing an accordion to yourself in the Discord channel. That makes sense. Piggy doesn't seem to hate it. See, and that's one thing that I was curious about is, is Piggy going to bark at you when you play the accordion? He has seemed very okay with it. He came down and just laid in front of me when I was practicing it when I first got it. I think that's a good sign. I th- Well, either that or he was just waiting to die. You just really <laughs> can't be sure with dogs. Yeah, you never know with that with that little, little baby. Um, never know what chihuahuas. Well, so what I'm curious about is once this pandemic is all over, which it will hopefully be sometime in the next 10 years, I'm ready for you and Piggy to go outside the subway station and you play the accordion and then Piggy dances in like a monkey costume. And then you like you you ask for like nickels. Well, I think he would do really he would be really cute because it came it comes with a case and the case is big. Mm-hmm. So if he sits in the case mm-hmm. while I play and then people can put money in the case, too. Right. And he can he will protect the money because he's if you try to take something back once you've given it to Piggy, he will get very angry. It's like a goblin under a bridge. It's not going to happen. There are no take backs. Um, so I, I feel like once you master the accordion, then you need to get one of those like backpacks that have like a cymbal and a snare drum. And you get and you like play all the instruments with like your feet while you're like standing Oh, like up. in Mary Poppins. Yes, very that. I feel like that is your next step in life is that is what you're going to do. I see it very vividly I... in my mind. I foresee me having to learn the accordion for a long time. It is not easy. I, yeah, it, I, I'm assuming there's a it, learning curve. I, I feel like I've got a leg up because I can read music. Yeah, yeah definitely. I, d- treble clef, I'm fine with. I'm going to have to re-memorize part of the bass clef because mm-hmm. I played clarinet, so I forgot some of it. Um, but yeah, it is... Th- the. The fact that it's two different notes per button is what is going to throw me off. Right. The most the in think. and out. Which you don't have to worry about with the keyboard accordion. Right. It's all the same. So uh, it'll definitely, I think it'll be a long time before I can even do like something simple. Well, the thing is, is like, you know, I feel like like, like a lot of musical instruments, there's always a learning curve and you just got to stick to it. You know, the more you practice, the better you get. Sure. And at keep least, you know, just, just keep at it, you know, and at least keep you don't have it. like a, you know, you don't have to perform for anyone. You know, it's not like they have a recital coming up that you need to get ready for. You're just doing it for yourself. A recital. Oh, God. Joe's has to, Joe's performing for a, for a sold out audience of plants at Carnegie Hall. Did you see that? Oh, my God. I did see that. It was, was it at Carnegie Hall? I don't know where it was. It was, some, it was, I think it was somewhere in like Germany. So it wasn't Carnegie Hall. Oh. Um, but it was, it was like a string quartet and they were like, they sold out the theater to like plants because, you know, you can't have people sitting next to each other in close, close proximity or whatever. And don't plants enjoy music? Isn't that a thing that has been said? I don't know if it's true. I don't know. I feel like one of my science fair projects was like playing the radio for a plant or something. <laughs> that sounds Arkansas enough. It, yeah. Um, <laughs> I wonder how it would affect the sound inside. I wonder if it like dampened it a lot. I don't know. Like compared to like plants sitting, like um, being in the chairs compared to humans. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I, I the only way we're going to find out is when you sell out Carnegie Hall for a bunch of plants. To a bunch of plants, honey. It'll be a minute. <laughs> Just give him a give couple a minutes minute. and he'll be ready. Give him some give time to minute. warm up. 
Well, oh, well, keep me, keep me updated on your accordion extravaganza or whatever the fuck. Will do. I'll play it. Well, someday when I'm ready, in a, I'll bring it to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Someday, hopefully. Someday or not. I don't know whether to also or whatever. I haven't been watching Drag Race. Me and Sam discussed it before. Uh, I've got the links to watch it. I just need to do it. Girl, it's all is on it you. Is it good? Is it good? Yes. Is this season? I really is? enjoyed this season. Yeah. It's one of my favorite seasons so far. And people were saying season 12 was the best too in a long time. Well, but I feel like All Stars is like different because all the queens coming back are already famous and they have money. So like the quality is always better, you know? Mm, and I sure. did hear that season 12 was good, but I didn't watch all of it, but I will eventually. But since All Stars is is currently airing, that's why I'm watching it right now instead of season 12. So if you start watching it, we can start talking about it. But if you don't, it's okay. No pressure. I plan on it. I'll probably start this week. I just haven't been in the mood. I just have been wanting to watch that. The Repair Shop. Girl. That's it. You just it's watch just it? so wholesome. Just watching repairs. Oh, speaking of repairs, do we have any cheeses this week? It's cheese of the week. Um, we got a butter dish. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember how against butter dishes you I was, were- though? You are were a hundred percent against the concept of leaving butter at room temperature for more than like seven minutes. I'm still not comfortable with it. I'll tell are you. Are you warming up to the idea? Who initiated the butter dish fiasco? Well, it's when we got the Kerrygold butter, which oh yeah, it's the Irish butter, in which I always say with an Irish accent, but which I won't here. Um, it's it's good, obviously, it's delicious, but we couldn't fucking spread it. Because right. it's fucking in the fridge. Right. So I was like, okay, this is salted butter. I can wrap my mind around the fact that this might do okay outside of the fridge for a couple of weeks at a time. So uh, we ordered a butter dish on Amazon. It got here a couple days ago and the butter's in it. And now we have soft spreadable butter. Isn't it nice? It's okay. But <laughs> you're I still, still very like, skeptical. I still feel like there are better ways to do it. I'm not opposed to. So Justin does not like butter in a tub, even if it's just butter. Like, wait, what do you mean in a tub? You know, you know, like a tub of margarine. Oh, I but thought not you like, margarine. Like in the bottom butter. of the shower, there's a, a oh. piece of butter. Justin does not like the butter. I leave in the bathtub. Well, okay? yeah, because every time you get out of the tub, you got to leave Justin a little present. You know, the sticks that I'm nibbling on in the shower. <laughs> um. No, he he does not like. Obviously, I don't like margarine. I think margarine's creepy. But yeah, margarine is disgusting. Don't eat margarine. In order to make actual butter like whippable and spreadable, you can add oil to it. So you can add olive oil. You can add like grapeseed oil, mm-hmm. some sort of unflavored oil that will make it not get hard again. You know, right? Butter but in he a container. Even yeah, trust, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't trust that. He doesn't want you know the olive oil in it or anything else. He so. wants it all natural. He wants it to be butter, which is which for baking and stuff like that. I totally get. I only use sticks of butter for baking, you know, obviously. But but you aren't leaving that stick of butter out for two weeks before you bake it. You know, no. Well, those are unsalted, too. And I'm you can't leave unsalted butter out. Mm -hmm. It's got to be salted. Salting preserves it. So there was a compromise, obviously, buying this butter dish. There's a compromise. There's a butter dish. The compromise is when I started feeling okay with it, then we were allowed to do it. <laughs> if you want to know, that's what the compromise is. The compromise was we got it. We had to wait for Joe's 
anxiety to calm down <laughs> after a couple months with the butter. That's the compromise. Oh, Joe. Well, I'm glad you're enjoying your spreadable butter. I buy the same butter. I buy this that European style Kerrygold salted butter, and it is fucking delicious. So, uh, yeah, it's McGetty Gold. Getty Gold. Is that your Irish? That's accent? how. Well, it's my Lucky Charms. That's, oh, they're after obviously Kerrygold. That's not. Yeah, obviously Lucky Charms is. I don't think that's a real Irish accent. I would hope not. I don't. I don't know. I can't say. I don't know who who voices. Um, is his name Lucky? Yeah. I don't. I Lucky. haven't kept up with the names of all the serial mascots in America. Let me tell you, I have. Joe is an editor on the <laughs> Wikipedia page for all the serial mascots. He's an admin of that. Uh, wasn't that Graham Graham Bear? Great. Do you remember Graham Grams? Is that what they were called? Is that what about your grandma? There was nothing called Graham Grams. Graham Graham. But can we can we talk about though that I just came up with a brilliant serial name and I expect to see Graham Grams. Great Graham Grams. Like Graham Crackers. G R A H A M. Is this another PN PN situation? What's PN PN? PN PN versus PN. Oh, PN versus PEN. Yeah, I was trying to say how you were. Oh. You'll never you know. be me. <laughs> You'll never be glamour. <laughs> You'll never be me. You'll never be uh, me. Anyway, should we do favorite things? I, yeah, let's yeah move on. These are a few of our favorite things. So I'm going to start because mine's bad. Um, It's actually not bad, but I think I've talked about this before, but I've been back on the bandwagon again, and it's just so delicious. I need everyone to know that I have been eating skillet roasted Brussels sprouts like every week for the past like Not three weeks. baked? Like you do them on the skillet? Yeah, so you it, it's way easier because you don't have to preheat the oven during the summer. You don't have to get out a baking sheet. It's You roast them in a skillet, in a non-stick skillet, medium-sized non-stick skillet. Um, and it's uh, a method that I learned from America's Test Kitchen, which is one of my... What are my resources that I use all the time? And I have just been so, I mean, I enjoy Brussels sprouts, but the only time that I ate them was like during the holiday season, like during Christmas or Thanksgiving. And I was like, wait a minute, I can have Brussels sprouts any time of the year. It doesn't have to be a special occasion. And they're good for you. You know? I don't know. What yeah, are your thoughts they're on, my, what are, no, they're my favorite vegetable. Brussels really? sprouts, 100%. Yes. Oh I think God. it is so weird that the media portrays them as like something that children aren't going to like. Right. Because like, I never had them for years. We weren't like a Brussels sprouts family. But yeah, neither were we. I always assumed they were disgusting. And then I turned like 28 and I was like, oh, my God, this is the best vegetable. You can put cheese on them. Even if you don't, though, like we just make ours. We do use the baking sheet. We do them uh, in the oven and then broil them for a little mm-hmm. bit in there, too. Uh, but we just do olive oil, salt and pepper. That's it. And they're fucking yeah. delicious. They're really good. And the thing about Brussels sprouts is that you can get them really charred and they still taste really good. Like you can yeah. really brown them pretty hard without them tasting accurate or whatever the word is for that. Anyway, so I um, have been using this method of skillet roasted Brussels sprouts. I'll put the... Um, the instructions in our um, description. And essentially, I just find it a lot easier because I don't have to get the baking sheet out. I don't have to preheat the oven during the summer. Um, just kind of keeps things a little, you know, 
more clean, in my opinion. So what you do is you 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 cut up your Brussels sprouts in half, and then in a cold skillet, you you put them face down, and you put it in a cold skillet so you don't have to deal with like you know accidentally touching a hot skillet or whatever. So you put them all face down in the in a cold skillet, and then you add like four tablespoons of a neutral oil, like probably a vegetable oil, um, an olive oil, something that that won't like burn, obviously. And you have to have a decent amount of oil so, like, it, you know, you have enough surface area where you don't get, like, bullseye browning. So you get, like, all of the, uh, all, it, it browns completely on each side. So you add a decent amount of oil, about four tablespoons of oil. You put a lid on. You set it to medium-high heat for about five minutes. And during that time, it heats up and it kind of steams. So it cooks all the way through for about five minutes. Then you remove the lid and cook it for another two to three minutes. All of the water evaporates and then it crisps. And then um, you have cooked fucking charred Brussels sprouts and they're delicious. And you can dress them up in a bunch of different ways. Like Joe said, salt and pepper is delicious. You can add like um, Parmesan cheese and chili. You can do like chili and lime. That's really good. I've been doing um, like a tablespoon of balsamic vinegar and a tablespoon of maple syrup. And you toss it in that and just it can kind of give it a little sweet and sour glaze. Super fucking good. You add some like some chili flakes in there for a little bit of heat. Anyway, like you can dress it up however you want after they're done. But it's like literally it's so quick. It's like eight minutes total, five minutes with the lid on, three minutes with the lid off. And they cook all the way through and it's super easy. And so I've been enjoying that. I've been getting my veggies. And I feel like that if you if you don't like if you've never tried Brussels sprouts, you need to try a Brussels sprout that's been roasted because it's like a completely different flavor. And it's so fucking good. And you can dress it up however you want. It'll make it even better. So skillet roasted Brussels sprouts, my favorite thing this week. I don't know if I've, I think I've probably talked about Brussels sprouts in the past, but they were probably the oven baked method, which is really good for like a large crowd of people. But if you only want to like cook Brussels sprouts for like one or two people, um, I say the the skillet roasted way is the way to go because you're cooking less and you have a, a let like, you know, you have less cleanup to do. But if you're you know cooking for a crowd, you probably want to do the, the baking sheet way because you can fit way more on there. But for just like a for a, a quick side dish for for like a weeknight dinner skillet roasted brussels sprouts dude it's super delicious and so worth it so wow there you go brussels sprouts i'm so healthy oh my god (laughs) God. i eat one vegetable and finally you know i'm i'm suddenly a health guru like any other youtuber so sure anyway what's your favorite thing this week joe I'll have to try skillet. Well, we don't really do skillet ourselves. We, I think I've had them before, but we just bake them in the oven. Right, right. But I'll try some skillets. Love a good Um, skillet. I don't know what my favorite thing is. Let me see. I thought you had, I think you told me you had one. I think it's either Ring Fit Adventure or maybe the accordion. (sighs) I told you, God damn it. (laughs) But like I had several and I figured I'd get there by the end of the podcast, but I didn't didn't get there. It just didn't get there. Which is just 2020 in a nutshell. Don't mm-hmm. blame me. You know. Don't blame me. We're all trying this year. <laughs> We're trying <laughs> trying to get through this disaster. God. We're all trying. Joe's favorite um, thing of 2020 is surviving. Let me tell you what my favorite thing is. If they remove the, the statue of Andrew Jackson from in front of the White House, that would be my favorite thing. I feel like they're about there. Like, people are going to tear well, that they shit were, down. I saw them trying to tear it down. But... If you need a little tea on Andrew Jackson. Honey, fill us uh, in. in. What's 18... the tea, honey? Okay, so not only was he racist, 
he was super racist, even for super his time racist. period. He signed the Indian Removal Act, which made uh, forcibly relocated uh, Native American tribes. Was that the Trail Indian of Tears territory. situation? I don't remember if that one was the Trail of Tears. There's been a, and that's saying something that there's been so fucking many times this has happened. Yeah, it's almost like we fucked them over multiple times. It wasn't just a one-time thing. Uh, He also opposed the abolitionist movement, which, of course, was the movement to end slavery. Of course. Uh, And he was in office during a time when that movement was growing stronger, and he still opposed it. Mm -hmm. So, um... I don't know. Maybe we shouldn't have a statue of him in front of where the president lives as a symbol for this country. Hmm. And I don't know. Maybe we should get rid of all these fucking statues. Um, did you see that like there was a there was kind of like a joke petition going on that turned serious with like replacing all of the um, racist Confederate statues in Tennessee? Tennessee. One, with, with Dolly, Dolly Parton. Parton. And I am a thousand percent on board with this because Dolly Parton is like a American Southern American hero that isn't racist. And like, I want to see her like beautiful plastic surgery body and boobs, like just like glorified and permanently like encased in brass or bronze or whatever. I just, I want that. I want multiple statues of Dolly Parton in like different outfits all throughout Tennessee to replace all these Confederate whack jobs so into that it's the statues that we have are just so awful (laughs) i just don't know any other way to say it it's just just so bad not all of them obviously but so many are just symbols of white supremacy and they Mm -hmm. knew exactly what they were doing when they erected them why would you erect a statue of like a civil war southern hero do you know what i mean right and it's just that people know exactly what they were doing when they put up those statues oh, they yeah. know exactly what they stood for and exactly what those people stood for and they are used to keep everyone else down exactly and it's just that's what my favorite thing would be if they finally removed andrew jackson it's it's interesting though because i mean i've i didn't even know it was andrew jackson i gotta say i've walked past the the white house on the way to dinner so many fucking times, you know, and I but I don't really go in. Um, What's the fucking square? Lafayette Square is the square in front of the White House. Mm-hmm. So it's I think this it's good that we're paying attention to these right. things now. Now it's my privilege know. that I didn't. I'm very that shows my privilege that I didn't have to pay attention, you know, to these statues and haven't really looked at them. But the difference. So I'm glad they're coming under, you know, as much scrutiny as they are right now. Right. And the difference is even even though now you're woke, now you understand you're like you aren't like, oh, well, it's not that big of a deal. You now you understand it and you're like, oh, this is bad. We should remove this. I agree. Now that you you realize that this is a thing, you're like, oh, yeah, I totally agree. This is the reason to fucking remove it. Let's tear this shit down because it, you know, it reminds people that like, hey, LOL slaves, LOL BRB, Rafflecopter or whatever. Um, And so, yeah, I if you were to replace that statue with anything what would you pick sis you don't need to ask me because i'm gonna say liz mcguire <laughs> i'm gonna say in I'm what say outfit furby what outfit would lizzie mcguire be wearing obviously the igloo dress from the <laughs> oh my god movie. an american hero <laughs> i don't know who i i don't think i should 
I think I need to educate myself more before I choose someone for a statue. I feel like you are the perfect candidate to decide for this country. <laughs> I, I think we need someone else. <laughs> someone I think, more qualified. I think more qualified would be great. Well, I can't wait for the for the giant six ton Furby statue to be erected in in place of the that. Oh, you know what? One. Maybe the brats. Maybe the four main brat stalls. It, I feel like no. You should replace the four main brat stall faces with the um uh what's what's the what's the mountain called the South Mount Hills? Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. That's the one. Which, by the way, was taken away from Native Americans. Literally as a big middle finger to them. They knew yep. exactly what they were doing. It's uh, <sighs> shady as fuck, too. One anyway. of my favorite, uh, before we end the podcast, since we're on the subject, one of my favorite pictures online that people have made, and this is like, it's an older picture, but it's been coming up recently because we've been discussing racism more on Black Lives Matter, etc. is the that like famous painting of all the founding fathers. And then people put a red dot on every single person in that like famous painting that owned a slave. And it's like every single person has a red dot over their face, except for like two people. And there's like 30 people in that fucking picture. It's crazy. It's like, hey, it's like, I mean, that's just like stacked on top of the problem that they're oh, all yeah. oh, white yeah. men. But it's like, just, hey, it serves as a reminder layers that layers. Yeah, it's. Yeah, no, I. Yeah, I hear you. It's <sighs> layers of problems. Anyway, the um, country was founded upon. Our country was built on free labor from slaves. And let's not forget that. I hear you, sis. Anyways, good favorite thing. Good favorite thing. <laughs> yeah. What was yours? Dismantling systematic oppression and racism? That's a good favorite thing. Yeah. Better basically. than mine. Um, what was yours? A rice cooker? No, it was Brussels sprouts. Close. Adjacent. <laughs> Cooking adjacent to the rice cooker. Oh. Um, yeah, good favorite things. Uh, yeah. It's guess that's all we have for now though. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week with a regular episode. And stay tuned if you're a wonderful Patreon patron. We've got a bonus episode this weekend as well. Yep, that sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and more at the show SamandJoe.com. You can also support us to help keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes, music downloads, physical rewards, and more. We also want to give a big personal thanks to the wonderful podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Allison B, Andrew G, Ashley E, Ben B, Brat D, Carolyn A, Charlotte S, Chris K, Chris M, Christopher C, Dallas E, David M, Duran C, Devin B, Devoy C, Erica V, Feliciano D, James P, John H, Joshua R, Julian S, Kylon C, Lindsay C, Manny G, Marianne J, Matthew B, Maurice W, Nick I, Nikki Q, Pablo F, Rebecca E, Rose G, Sandra P, Scott A, Tristan T, and Zachy. As usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The, the Show. show.